Hello everyone, I'm Grace. I'm Emma. And uh, today we're talking about My Neighbor Totoro on Seasons, a year of movies. Mm-hmm. You may have thought that I was going to miss the title that time. Uh, yep, yep. But I didn't. <laughs> you did not. I didn't. I should have trusted you. Uh, I don't know if you needed to trust me, <laughs> but I would have proven worthy of your trust though, I guess. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, this movie is is the best. I, um, I did not have so nearly is severe the right word intense i did not have nearly as intense feelings as you watching this um but it is incredibly good and it did give me lots of feels yeah yet again a movie that i give five stars and epic gives four (laughs) on letterboxd (laughs) yet again It strikes again. I, I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> that you I were mean, keeping it's, track it's of. like it's like Wings of Desire. Uh huh. This is the other way around, where it's like Cedar sings the blues. Yeah. Five star for you, four star for me. Yeah. You know. That's just what being married is. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. That's sure. <laughs> Liking the same things in in different. In varying levels. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, well, I we're gonna we're gonna summarize this movie, which is gonna take like five seconds. Yeah. Oh, except we didn't write anybody's names down, did we? Oh no, that's okay. We All right. Remember. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is the story of of May, and Shizuki. Sets Satsuke. Satsuke, um, who are sisters, and they move into. Uh, I think they used to live in the city. Is that is that something they say in the movie? I don't think they say it. They're oh, just okay. moving to the country. They're just moving to the country. And uh, their mom's sick in the hospital, and their dad uh, is a professor, mm-hmm. works out of town. And so they have a lot of time to just frolic in the, in the woods mm-hmm. and the in the fields of this little country town. Um, and there's lots of little things that happen that I feel like we will get to. The basic gist <laughs> is that they befriend a giant forest spirit, mm-hmm. um, which May names Totoro. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, they're going to go visit their mom, and then... No, they do go visit their they mom. They do visit their mom. Their mom is supposed to come home for the weekend. Oh, that's weekend. right. You're right. You're right. Mom's supposed to come home, and, and May's got, like, this corn. <laughs> She's going to give her mom. Uh-huh. She's pumped about it, pumped out of her mind. Yeah. Um... And then she's not going to come home. She's, like, still sick. Mm-hmm. And so she's not going to come home. And it's devastating. Yeah, it's really sad. Well, because yeah. they don't really know. Like, they, they get, like, a telegram. Yes. Like, this is, you know. Because this is. This is, like, the... post-war Japan, right? Yeah. This is a long time ago. Uh-huh. And so, you know, so they're, like, calling the dad and they're trying to get in contact with the hospital, trying to figure out what's going on. And May's, like... Well, if I just get this corn to my mom, <laughs> she, she won't she, die. She won't die. She'll be better. And so she runs away trying to get to the hospital. But, you know, she's like two or three, four. She's four. Mm-hmm. You know, they she's four. That. She's just a little kid and gets lost. And um, Satsuke he, uh, goes and tries to find her, you know, for hours and can't. And so she calls upon Totoro to help. And uh, he does. Or they do. Yep. I don't really know if Totoro has a gender. This is not something that I feel like is addressed in the movie. Oh, well, yeah, it's one of the top questions on Google. Is Totoro a boy or girl? That's right. Mm. (laughs) Heteronormativity, man. Yeah. Doesn't have to be a boy or a girl. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, the the cat bus, which is the thing, um, (laughs) uh, helps Satsuke uh, find Mei and then takes them to the hospital where they leave 
a spooky, cute little gift of <laughs> corn. <laughs> yeah, it was written in the, um, in the, in the... In the kernels. No, it's not in the kernels. Oh, it's, it's, in on the, the, it's on the... Um, on the husk. On the husk, there you go. I was thinking shuck, because no. that's what you do yes. <laughs> to it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and anyway, and then there's sort of a, there's sort of a montage at the end of them, like, hanging out in the woods and seeing their mom and Yep, and their mom gets to come back and visit sometimes and... Well, I think I think the implication is she like moves she she goes home. Oh. I don't because you don't see another scene of her in the hospital. True. Right. Um, True. So I, I believe that is the the implication is that she she goes home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like well, in in when's in the hospital, the mom's like, oh, like I just had a little cold. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know the kids are there to be yeah. clear. Um, because they're they're hiding with the cat bus. Yep. It's for in, the audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. That's basically what happens in this movie. I mean, there's some other there's some other stuff. You know, May is exploring the woods when she first runs into Totoro. She has these kind of misadventures with smaller little Totoros. Oh, my God. Little Totoro friends. They're so cute. They're a little small. Uh, they, like, they get seeds from Totoro that they plant and then have, like, a, oh, yes. a dream about them sprouting into a huge yeah. tree. And then when they wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, they sprouted. Yeah, the, um, like, first third of the movie, there is no Totoro, mm-hmm. and it's all about dust sprites. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, basically this movie has no plot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, until, I guess, like, you could argue that the last half hour has has plot. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I do want to um, just briefly talk about, like, I like talking about our histories with the movies. Oh, yeah. Um, because, yeah, like, I, I'd i seen this movie previously a couple times. Once when I was a teenager and once a couple years ago. And I, like, both I was both times I was like, this is, like, really, like, cute and sweet and adorable. And, you know, I just want the best for these girls. Um, but also I was like, yeah, but, like, no, you know, nothing happens. And, like, you know, it's, like, kind of boring. And, like, this movie is for children. <laughs> and I mean, not, it is, but... not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like this time around, I don't know if it was just the effect of watching it with you <laughs> or just being, you know, yeah. or just like purposefully thinking about, you know, all these movies that we're watching. Uh, but yeah, it just like, it just, I guess, resonated a little more with me this time. Yeah. Yeah. I, so this was one of the movies I watched all as a kid. We had, so, so I think 20th Century Fox you know, long before the acquisition of Disney, of course, like in the 90s, had the rights to this movie. And so it's like a different dub than you'll find on the on the Japanese DVDs, the one I'm mm-hmm. acquainted with. Um, and you'll find on the Disney Blu-rays and DVDs yes. now, is what, I, is what I mean by that. Yes. Um, no fanning sisters No fanning here. sisters. Yeah, they're not alive when this <laughs> was made, probably. Or very young, right? Um, anyway, so yeah, so we, I remember having this DVD and, and stuff. Um I remember watching it and just have a lot of, like a long time affection for this movie. It's been a minute since I've seen it. I think like probably more than five or six years since I've like watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this also again was like kind of a Castle in the Sky situation where it was like I knew I liked this movie mm-hmm. and was like going into it being like yeah this is a great movie and I'm gonna like it. I did not expect like how much it would hit me. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, just the the relationship dynamic between Satsuki and um, 
May really reminded me of, of me and my sister when we were a little bit younger, mm-hmm. um, which was giving me all kinds of emotions. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, just thinking about, like, the idea of, like, being a young girl is, like, very beautiful and sad to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for maybe obvious reasons. Um, but, yeah. Um, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. In terms of, so we, we're going to do our, our, our likes and yikes, baby. Yep. Just a little quick one shot. Yeah, we just talk about a thing we like and a thing we don't like. Um, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so my like is May's big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing I think, I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if this is a trope or something that movies do a lot. Um, and I don't think that this is like a movie that's like trying to consciously engage with like depictions of girlhood and subvert it. I just like that May is like not just like cute mm-hmm. and that she's also like like has this big mouth that gets really huge and has these like big old square teeth in it mm-hmm. and just goes Rah! and like kind of has this like sort of like earthy exuberance right mm-hmm. um i just like that a lot and i think like like i don't know like i also like do like i and it's also a little bit older but like car captain sakura like i really like that where she's like just ultra super everyone's just like super cute all the time Mm -hmm. and it's like this very like it's like this very like pretty like flowery cute Mm -hmm. right um and that's i mean that's a very different thing that's going for very different things and like i'm not trying to like compare them in a fair way i just like the way this movie is like very unconcerned with sort of like like uh kind of traditional like like cuteness or beauty in some at least with these girls right where it's like they're just like girls yeah and they're just humans yeah i think that i mean also extends to um totoro that's true yeah cuteness is worth over a billion dollars yes Uh, yeah um i mean um but um but also like totoro like when when they open their mouth it's like this kind of scary looking like like human teeth yeah um and stuff it's so yeah it's like yeah it like adds some form of like realism yeah no i think so with well, the cuteness i also think like i mean there's an element that like um that uh you know they're not selling they're not selling merch of totoro it's <laughs> big mouth <laughs> you know it's true <laughs> i mean maybe there I, I could see there being like a little like if you have like a figurine with like totoro like flying with the umbrella or something mm-hmm. and yelling i could see that um, maybe there's, yeah, if, if you have examples of Totoro. <laughs> Send us yelling. Totoro's open mouth. Yeah, at, uh, at Seasons, is, what is our Twitter? <laughs> Good question. Uh, at Seasons Movie Pod. Yeah. Yeah, so you can tweet at us pictures of Tot- Totoro merch where he's screaming. Yeah. Um, and that would be tickled by that. But yeah, I, I just think like, like, and I think this is, again, like, um, yeah, well, okay, we'll talk about nature stuff later, but I think it. I think it's, I describe the relationship of nature in this movie as like, like effortless or sort of easy going. I don't think it is that. Mm-hmm. It's just like not strained or not like, like the connection is just like there and you mm-hmm. have to like cultivate it, right? You have to like work to do stuff with it, yeah. but you don't have to like, you don't have to like, like you don't have to go to the park. You don't have to like go somewhere else to like be in it. Yeah. It's not contained. Right? Like it, yeah. it is expansive right? and inclusive. Yeah. Well, that's like desire. right, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Later. Um, What's your yike, babe? Well, my yike <laughs> is not really a yike at all. Um, I think I've said this with like every Miyazaki movie. Uh, the cat bus has little balls. Yep. 
like the cat little... bus sure does have balls. <laughs> it does have little balls. And I, I don't, to be clear, to be 100% clear, I don't mean the cat bus has like little, uh, little like basketballs or little play it balls. It has testicles. It has testicles, yeah. <laughs> no phallus. Yeah. It's hidden in the I guess the so. Fur. In the fur, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Does the cat bus reproduce? Do these balls, is this, did the cat bus used to be a regular cat? Oh, gosh. Anyway, I mean, no. these this are the is, kinds of questions. This is probably worse than the theory you're going to tell me. Uh, <laughs> or maybe not. I, I think not. I, at least the, none know. of this, all this is just dumb. I'm just goofing. <laughs> People who say this theory are not goofing. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what people think. I'm not, I haven't read a series. I haven't seen a YouTube video essay <laughs> where they're talking about this. I'm anyway. sure it's out there. It probably is, but it, I, the question is tone, because it could be like, here's a weird curiosity, what people think about this movie. Or it could be like, the hidden secret behind the meaning of Totoro. Yeah. 42 you know. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like half the length of the movie. <laughs> Emma, what is your yike? Um, so my yike, I think, like, almost relates to your like and stuff. And I think... Okay, I'll explain myself. Um, my yike is that there's, like, a lot of yelling <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> and um, this is something that, like, also hit me the other times I watch it. Because they just, they're just having a good time. And sometimes they're having a bad time, you know? Yeah. And they're, like, tiny children. And so they're just screaming. Yeah. Like, half the movie. Right. And, like, part of it is, like, cute, but it's also not, like, um this like ephemeral like eternal adorableness it's like wow like children be like that yeah and sometimes it is really difficult to listen to. <laughs> yeah um, well i remember so like this was like a few years ago but like just when my sister was in middle school and this is like older than either of the girls in this movie but she'd have friends over and they would just scream mm -hmm. and scream and I, sometimes i was like i just there are other people here <laughs> Who have to, like, be in, you know, yeah. but, like, it's just, they're just being kids, you yeah. know, just being girls. Yeah, and, again, I think that is, like, a cool, and we can talk about this more later. Like, I don't feel like we see children, like, at this age depicted, like, much yeah. in media. Like, mm -hmm. especially girls at well, this age. And if it is, it's always, like... Oh, they're... It's like sanitized, right? Like, it's, Yeah, or or it's like, oh, they're super smart. They're, like, yeah, different. Yeah, I think about Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah, well, like, oh, Boss Baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was going to say, like, Sixth Sense or, or okay, Ender's right. Game, right? Yeah. Um, I, wasn't gonna, I wasn't going for Boss Baby. But, I mean, you're right. Sorry. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. it's like the starting my letterbox like... list of hyper intelligent children movies. <laughs> Six Sense, Ender's Game, and Boss Baby. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Um, yeah, it's like a lot of these movies. They feel like it's like adults, you know, in like tiny child bodies, right? Um, and some and like this movie is like nope, they are children and they are gonna yell and scream and cry. When they're happy and when they're sad and when they're feeling anything um and stuff which is like good and cool and important i think even um but also got a little grating at times yeah. so there you go all right well tell me about your like uh my like also has to do with mouths <laughs> <They're laughs> i did good not mouths. yeah i did not realize um that we both had likes about mouths <laughs> um but my my mouth like 
specifically is um at the very beginning before like the movie proper even starts when it's like the opening credits and you see that line of like the tiny little white totoros and they're like swaying back and forth and then their mouths appear and they're super tiny but then they get bigger and bigger and bigger (laughs) and then it like takes up their whole body (laughs) and it's the cutest thing i've ever seen (laughs) it's amazing I got like so hyped, like you know, fifteen seconds in. That that opening credit scene is great. It's I think so and maybe this is sort blessed. of well. Okay, we should. I've been looking forward to talking to you about this fan theory. We should do this first. All right. But just Let like me, yeah. I like how that like there's like these icky, there's like spiders and like ooh bugs, but they're just cute. They're so cute. And it's like just a little like oh nature. It's like like I, I think like Miyazaki's other movies make clear like oh nature can be scary. Yeah. It could be like hostile, right? Yeah. And and stuff. But in this movie, it's like. It's, it's very like friendly, delicate. and you sort of have this, like, yeah, like, you just immediately have this sort of, like, kinship mm-hmm. with it, and it's very nice. All right, I'm going to crack open a cold one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for this for this fan theory. Okay. So, the fan theory is the Totoro is a god of death uh-huh. or a harbinger of death. Okay. So, when May... Mm-hmm. When they find May's shoe, this is a beat we didn't mention. Right. But they find a shoe mm-hmm. in the pond, and they're like, "Is this May's shoe?" And it's not. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "It's not her shoe, right?" It is May's shoe. This is this is the beginning of the theory, okay. right? So she's yeah. she dead. Okay. And Tsuki like runs out into the forest and like like falls and dies, or start or something bad happens to her, right? Okay. And she also dies. All right. And so when they visit her mom. They're ghosts. They're ghosts. And she, the mom can see them because she is also going to die soon. Okay. This is immediately contradicted <laughs> by, the, by the end credit sequence of this movie in which you see all of them getting back together. But um, what, what if they're, you know, in, in some heaven? Yeah, <laughs> that's stupid. I hate that. That's bad. <laughs> uh, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that I that I despise at a deep level about this theory. Yeah. Um, man, I I'm so sad that you got spoiled on it. <laughs> Only halfway. Well, yeah, but anyway, I just wanted to I just wanted to be able to <laughs> say the words Totoro is a god of death, and you just having not heard them. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, the thing I have is, is some imagine imagine. Imagine the heart of a man who watches this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie that, like, has... Uh, I think this whole sequence where May is lost is, like, genuinely harrowing, mm-hmm. right? Like, has darkness to it and is, like, thinking about mortality and death in some ways. But watches this movie and is like, this can't possibly be joyful. <laughs> like, there has to, You know? Yeah. Like, the real movie, the real thing that's going on has got to be dark and sinister. Like, Totoro's yeah. not a friend. Like, he's trying to kill you. Or he's, like... A sign that's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I think there could be a way that you read it because like, especially where this scene where Totoro like, you know, makes the plants grow and stuff that there's like, oh, there's duality and like, like acceptance, like finding acceptance in death. But like, that's not what the movie's about yeah. at all. Yeah. And so I just, yeah, it's just like, so like, like just, anyway, just, just bad. Yeah. I just don't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, you know, apologize that we did not, you know, get this mind-blown reaction from me. Yeah. Um, but, like, also, that's, like, 
incredibly predictable. Like, you know, yeah. when you're saying, like, there is a joyless fan theory about this movie. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, like, they're all dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Right. Well, I, like, I mean, I think... I can see people I, I don't know. I don't want to be, like... Because I, th- I think fan theories can be, like, a fun way of engaging with stuff. And I think sometimes, like, also a, a funny way. Mm-hmm. Like, um... I don't want to get into it, but if if you if you don't know what the Tommy Westfall theory is, mm-hmm. I'd recommend like looking it up. It's like kind of funny, yeah, um, and interesting. I don't think like that fan theories are like bad necessarily, but I do think there is this inst- this instinct to to explain or to have explained or to like mm-hmm. tie up the loose ends in a way that like does not leave room for sort of um, subjectivity and, and like mystery and confusion, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, yeah, that like anyway. So like, I just think that like part of part of what's magical and interesting about this movie is you don't know exactly what Toto represents or what he's what he's there for. Like, you know, he's like a like a forest spirit and he has this connection to nature, right? And he's like friendly, mm-hmm. but he's also like can't speak. He's kind of alien, mm-hmm. you know. And like that's part of what the joy of it is: is this encounter with with something that is distinctly other, but you still have this like kinship mm-hmm. or relationship with, and like this this kind of mutually nurturing thing right and so this this instant to be like well like here's how like here's how i can box this up mm-hmm. right is so it's just too it's too tidy and too neat to be interesting no. right and yeah i don't think and to be clear i do not think like every fan theory or every way of like doing this is like going to be that but i do feel like the instinct tends that way right mm-hmm. yeah just listening to you you know describe this movie again uh, you know, it is definitely your shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. The other, the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a movie about encountering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think that's something that, like it's we we talked about how I mean maybe this is a good segue to talking about the nature stuff, right? Because we talked about how it, the relationship is is really nurturing, is really like friendly, um, and is not um, like strained or sort of tension, mm-hmm. right? But also it is like weird. Right, um, and like I mean, I the the whole first sequence where May and Suki are exploring the house where there's all the dust sprites and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and like they're trying to find stuff in the house, and and it's just it's kind of scary, and they're like mm-hmm. like you know trying to be like we're not scared and like screaming and <laughs> yelling to be like hey dust sprites we're not scared of you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and but yeah it's still like they're still kind of alien, and as soon as like they're like oh these humans they're here to stay like they. They leave, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, this has ceased to be a place where they can be anymore, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, and that's like interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe this is like slightly unrelated, um, but like in terms of nature, or maybe more in regards to space. Um, I've noticed this. We, we are four for four Miyazaki movies, um, with you know underground sequences. Yeah, true. Um, and I'm just wondering a little bit. I'm just thinking a little bit about that. Yeah. Like, I mean the, the underground. Well, is it really? I guess there's the when you're with Totoro, you were underground. Well, yeah. In she, in the yeah. when May first falls into the. Yep, she falls into this giant tree, like in the roots, and like falls down underground yeah and then like it's inaccessible you know right later on yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think there's definitely a sense of like, of like, yeah, again, like over under, right? And of like, like, I mean, Totoro <laughs> is like this figure that, that bridges kind of the, the natural world and the hostile world to these, to these girls, right? And gives them like a space, gives mm-hmm. them an avenue to be there. And maybe like, like being in the root of a tree, like being sort of this place where like, you can't normally go. Like you mm-hmm. cannot have access to like this, like kind of, it's like holy of holies, right? But yeah. you sort of get this bridge there because of this mm-hmm. animal yeah. being. Yeah, and I think it's just like underground spaces in these movies feel like um like the pure like distillations of nature. Right. right? Yeah. Because even even if the nature above ground is not like hostile or antagonistic, like regardless of that, like there's always like this fuller form underground yeah just thinking of like in castle in the sky when they go like in the mines Mm. and stuff and like you know and like people are in these like different mines every day like looking for rocks you know right but like but in these like deeper mines when they like sit and the rocks like all awaken yeah and the old guys like they, they speak to me um or like you know the the sand caves like in nausicaa yeah. It's just like, yeah, like, I think, like, it's like, it, to me, it feels like humans, like, can and do, like, have positive relationships with nature, but, like, nature almost, like, needs this space, like, for itself. Right. Where, like, one could go there and, like, commune, you know, with yeah. it. But, like, only on nature's terms. Right. right. Well, it's, like, interesting, like, the salt caves, for example, like, you can breathe down there, but you can't, like, there's no food. Yeah. Right? There's no, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. anything like that, right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I, this is kind of going on a different tack, but something I think is, is cool about this movie is how uh, nature kind of acts as, like, it's just the supernatural is very normal, mm-hmm. right? And how, like, like when, when you first meet Totoro, like, just kind of looks up, he's just, they're just kind of <laughs> sleepy. Yeah. And just kind of looking at May and blinking because they're sleepy. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's just not, there's not this, like, surprise where, like, oh, whoa, what is this? Right? There's just this, like, very natural sort of. Yeah. With it. And when, like, Granny, who's sort of this mentor figure who, mm-hmm. like, babysits them when their dad's, like, going, you know, to university and stuff, mm-hmm. teaching. And they, um, you know, she's like, oh, talk about the dust sprites. And they just, like, take it face value right and part of that's like they're kids right yeah but the the movie doesn't like does it isn't like wink wink nod nod and i think like people could ask questions like oh is this real or is this just like their dreams and it's like what a boring bad question um <laughs> yeah. you know like that matters zero yeah. but but i think like that sort of relationship between like and the thing is like yeah like you have been you know when you turn the light on an old house it does kind of feel like something was there and alive and it is moved now yeah. and it's somewhere, but you can't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, it's just sort of, I feel like it uses a lot of this like abstractness to articulate things that like people just kind of experience like being in the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I, and again, maybe this is, you know, leaning towards those uninteresting questions. Yeah. Um, but I am curious, like to the reactions that like the adults have, um, right? Because, like, you know, is like, I found this Totoro, and, like, let's, let's go, like, crawl through all these bushes, and let me go show you, and, like, her dad, like, 
crawls all that way yeah. and then is like, oh, like, you know, they're not here, but like, you know, I believe you. Like, they're real and like, you know, I just can't see you, you know, right? Right. Or I think at one point Grandy says like, oh, like, I used to see these things, right? You know, because like only kids can see them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And stuff. And so part of me is just like, yeah, like, like, is this the way that adults like interact with these things is it like you know some like loss they're they're just so like casual and i wonder if that's just like a difference in like japanese culture um or you know like or if these adults are just incredibly kind you know to <laughs> yeah. children is like well, is that I how mean, we should like is this a model for how we should like interact yeah. with i think that's a interesting question in some ways I, I do think like we have we obviously have like santa claus and stuff right mm-hmm. where we sort of like maintain this collective illusion right mm-hmm. where we're trying to sort of maintain the yeah. you know um and like i don't know i i think um i think yeah again i don't know if it really matters right i don't mm-hmm. really know if it really matters if any of this is real um i do think that like yeah like the fact that he goes along with it and like chooses to believe her and like moves with her mm-hmm. is like a good thing right yeah. that like like there's a version of this movie and i mean it's just a different movie like this is just a different where like you know it's like the skeptical adults it's like that movie about the fairy the girls who photograph fairies which was fake but like mm-hmm. you know they and in the movie it's real and like the whole movie is about like skeptical adults sort of yeah. trying to control and like you know, trying to control and, like, get the truth out of them when really they're just being, like, honest and being little girls, right? Yeah. Um, you know. Except Arthur Conan Doyle believes them. Oh. <laughs> Which is true. True facts. This is one of the funny things about Arthur Conan Doyle is he was, like, really into, like, supernatural stuff. Um, fun fact. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think, like, this movie is just, like, in some ways... Uh, this is something, this is, like, a different kind of feeling that I got from this movie, and I don't think the movie's really about, like, economic hardship or, or struggle. <laughs> but part of it was, like, oh, wow, like, you know, things are just kind of, like, being a person is just kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, learning, like, how to, like, be human and be, like, exist. And, like, you know, like, like part of it is that the, the first scene especially was, like, really hitting me bad because, like, May is just following Mitsuki around and, like, doing all the things that she does and, like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, like, so I was, like, oh, this is an older sister, and, like, I want to be, like, her, and, like, I want to, you know, um, and that was how, like, me and my sister kind of were in some, uh, in some ways, was that, like, um, you know, like, yeah, she would follow me and be, like, oh, like, can I watch you play games, or can I, you know, mm-hmm. can I talk with you, and I was, like, mm, you know, and now I'm, like, oh, I wish, <laughs> you know, I wish it's like that, and it's just, stuff like that is just really hard, and, like, in this movie, there is no... And, like, also, you know, their mom is sick, and, like, their dad has to, has to work, has to mm-hmm. be at work. And, like, all this stuff is just hard, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think, like... Like, there's no reason this movie couldn't be in, like, communist or socialist utopia, mm-hmm. right? Like, all these things would kind of still happen. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, part of it... Part of what made this movie, like, so kind of melancholy and beautiful to me was just this, like... Like, oh, like... Like if we just had, like, all these other problems, like, out of the way, then we could, like, focus on these more, like, mundane, and in some ways, like, more important and more pressing, like, emotional things and, like, things that we just have to deal with as, like, in the course of life, right? And that we'd have so much more, like, emotional and, and, like, room to, like, work through that. And I feel like this movie 
is kind of a glimpse into that world, right? A little bit. Yeah. No. What I'm just thinking about is, like, the adults, like, believe the kids or, like, you know, or, like, believe in the sprites or whatever. Yeah. Right? Um, and, like, treat it as real, but also it's, like, they don't need it. Anyway, yeah. Like, in the way that, like, children do. Right. Um, and stuff. And, like, they're not dismissive of it, you know, because, like, you know, they maybe also, like, relied on it in the past, you know. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. believe in its power. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, they've kind of, have just, like, as you grow, right, like, you're different. Yeah. Your needs change. And, like, you can still, I just, like, I just like that, like, appreciating, like, what you had and, like, needed as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like... Not necessarily, like, growing beyond it, but just, like, you know, like, allowing others to use it. Yeah, one, like, taking that experience seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I feel like this is the thing is that, like, like oftentimes I feel like when we, we talk about kids, we talk down to them, mm-hmm. right? And I think there's there's some level of, like, yeah, like, there are things that, like, adults understand about the world, like, you do not. Mm-hmm. as a kid right and like i mean you know there's obviously like really obvious ways that plays out right uh, but those are just like but i think in this in the same way like um i mean something i think about a lot with with games criticism for example is that like how much games criticism is written by people who are like invested in games and even like on a more micro level it's like if if you like work at a games website usually have like oh this is the guy who like reviews strategy games Mm -hmm. or this is the guy who reviews you know racing games right and so you don't have like if i'm someone who's like man you know i'm kind of interested in f1 games which is like (laughs) not gonna happen but like theoretically right (laughs) then like i'm someone who's writing about those kinds of games is probably already interested in both f1 and and this game Mm -hmm. right and isn't just like getting into it which is to be clear fine and valuable but, like, is a perspective, right? And is not necessarily always the most useful perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And this is part of the problem when, when there's been, like, discourse in, in games stuff, you know, mostly from bad actors, where it's like, oh, like, game reviewers can't even play Doom or Cuphead. Like, they're terrible at games. And the thing is, like, to me, it's like, well, but that's that's a perspective that is valuable, yeah. right? You know, and that is, that is worth, like someone not being able to engage with a work in a certain way is, like, an important thing. And it, maybe to take it to movies, this is, like, ooh, we're diving back into some, some age-old discourse right, in <laughs> terms. But, like, the Infinity War, I think of the New Yorker Infinity War review uh-huh. that was, like, this movie's really confusing if you hadn't seen all the 23 movies. And people were, like, uh, yeah. But that's also, like, well, yeah, that's also valuable. Like, maybe yeah. there's somebody who, like, you know, last movie they watched was, like, Age of Ultron and, like, are just not caught up on all this stuff, right? And, like, no. that's, you know, just how it be. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think we should, like, yeah, we should allow, like, part of, like, allowing, like, oh, like, people of color and, like, disabled people and, you know, LGBTQ plus people and, like, everything is, like, allowing also people who are, like, noobs at things mm-hmm. to, like, have sort of voices and be able to, like, be part of communities and mm-hmm. to enter into things, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's... I think that's good. You know, and I, th- I think that's something this movie is, like, good about doing is, like, you know, and I think similar to, like, actually, like, Mirai, which is a you know, yes. great yeah. um, anime about childhood and about family. Yeah. Um, this is a movie that really takes the pain of being a child very seriously and does yeah. not, like, Oof. and does not, like, talk down to it, right? Mirai. 
It's good. It's good. It is tough. Yeah. It's being a kid is hard. Yeah. <laughs> turns out. And like, that's the thing is like, like, and I think now it's like so easy to be like, man, like being a kid was great. And in some ways it was like, it was, you know, it was good. But like also there are things just about being a kid that are really hard. Like things you don't understand. And particularly for me, like I'm, you know, like just neurotypical, like in depression, and anxiety, but also in other ways that are, are a little, not as easy to pin down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, there were just things I did as a kid or like people would be upset at me or people would get mad at me or people would say like, don't do that. And I just feel like, well, I like, I literally have no idea like why, yeah. like I, I have no concept of like why people would be upset at me about this or like yeah. how to like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I feel like that's a, I mean, yeah, like maybe I had a, a particularly pointed experience with that right but mm-hmm. i think that's a pretty universal experience of being yeah. a kid is you just don't know anything and so yeah and I, that gives you a kind of wisdom right but it also makes everything confusing <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i definitely had experiences like that yeah mm-hmm. um yeah well i guess we could talk about the sisters and stuff Oof, yes we can <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, why don't, why don't you give us the opening salvo oh, man. Of, of thoughts here? I mean, oh, there's just, like, so many older sister moves. Like, that's just what really hit me this time watching it, mm-hmm. is, like, just be, like I was Satsuke. Um, yeah, I'm mean, feel the same way. And it's, like, you know, um, like, her dad oversleeps so she like makes lunch for everybody and like does may's hair and like gets to school you know okay i was not like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but um and stuff and just like does it like how you know she like doesn't complain and she's like you know happy like um just in these scenes she's like oh i made like you know these lunch and make sure you eat it you know, at this time, and, like, blah, 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 and then, like, you know, when they visit her mom, and she's like, oh, like, you did such a good job, you know, with May's hair, and she's like, thank you, you know, yeah. and, like, happy, um, but then, like, <laughs> but then just, um, when they get the call, like, the telegram, and, like, she talks on the phone, like, with the hospital, you know, with her dad, and all that stuff, and, like, the part that just really got me was when like she's like looking off in the distance and like granny's like oh it'll be okay like you know i'm sure your mom's fine and she says this is just like last time and like is dead serious yeah and stuff and it's like because yeah like i when i was little like my mom was really sick and so and it's like you know and things like always worked out okay and like i you know helped out a lot and like that was fine Right. But it was also, like, this is never going to end. Like, yeah. this is, like, every time things get better, like, they get worse. Right. Or every, yeah. you know, and, like. Well, the moment that, that you want to do something. Yeah, it's just, like, it's just, like, yeah, it, just when you were, like, helping out that much and, like, taking so much on as a kid, like, often it, like, you don't recognize, like, how serious it is until, like, it will just hit you. And then it's like, this is my entire life. And yeah, like, right. And, like, this is really hard. Yeah. So, and that was just a, a big old mood. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that was really got me is, like, when 
when May is like really distraught about and like and like to be fair to Suki, like she's under a lot of stress. She's trying to figure this out, right? <laughs> trying to figure out what happened. And May's like, Oh, we like she's not coming home and like what am I gonna do about this core? And she's just like so sad and like asking Suki all these questions and like, being like just like a little kid, right? Yeah. And like and then Suki's like, Why can't you just grow up? <laughs> right? And this is sort of the moment that sort of like prompts the eventual like running away right yeah. and like also she like overhears Suzuki like being like what if mom's gonna die and like what if yeah. you know um and I just think like that moment like how often I felt like that and this is like a much pettier like example like mm-hmm. you know my parents weren't really sick when I was a kid or anything like that um but like like me and my sister would play games together mm-hmm. how like I would be kind of controlling about how she would play mm-hmm. and I, I would be like like, oh, don't, like, she, she would play Mario with me, and I'd be like, oh, don't help too much. Like, I want to do this by myself, right? Yeah. Because you can do some of the things you can do, like, as a second player, are, like, like freezing enemies and stuff. Is like, oh, I don't want you to do that, right? And, like, I should have let her just do it, right? But mm-hmm. I was, like, I cared about, like, my ability in the game right a certain way. Or, like, she would die a lot in um, Kirby's Epic Yarn, and just, and I would be like, why, yeah, like, why can't you get this right and I, it, I don't think i usually express that in like anger or like even expressed it at all mm-hmm. but it's something i felt a lot was that like oh i wish you know like you like i wish like you can understand when i needed space i wish mm-hmm. you know you could like engage with me on like on like equal terms or like mutual terms instead of it being like always kind of like sided towards you right and the thing is like it's just like She's not really capable of doing that, right, mm-hmm. in the way that I want her to. And, like, I have to sort of be accommodating in a certain way. And, like, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. And so when she's talking about this, like, I, yeah, like, I got really emotional, right? Because I was just thinking about all these times where I was, like, really dismissive or whatever because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, hard. I mean, this is, you know, I mean, we're both the oldest. Yeah. Um. And it's just, like, a hard thing is, like, balancing because, you know, like, it's, like, the oldest gets, like, a lot of attention and, like, often gets listened to more. But at the same time, I think you can, like, feel like you can't talk. Yeah. Um, or at least this is my experience, right? Yeah. Like, and, and this is something I, like, really felt with Satsuke, right? It's, like, she, like, you know, when she's, like dead serious and you know and and she like eventually like starts crying and she's like oh like my mom's gonna die yeah right and stuff but then like but then like that like upsets me right right and stuff and so then it's like it's like for one second like can i like express my feelings without having to worry right no i felt this like big time where it was like i would get like like you know, my sister would do something mm-hmm. and I would get mad at her and then my parents would get mad at me, <laughs> right? For like, and I'm like, but she did this thing, you know? Yeah. And like, I do think like, yeah, like I I definitely could have chilled out more. Yeah. But also it did feel like, like, oh, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. be angry or I can't like feel these kinds of things because then it's just going to hurt other people, right? Yeah. Um, so. And that's something I've like trying to like, I mean like also like work with and temper but also sort of unlearn and like trying to be mm-hmm. more accepting of like being angry and like being, yeah. you know, and it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So we're, we're getting really, uh, getting really personal in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering how, you know, that, like, our siblings are, like, people who are not the oldest, right? Yeah. It's, like, 
then do you like relate more like with May or you know yeah that's true yeah. yeah I don't know and there were parts where like I mean I don't know I guess I really really was Tsuki this time around like I did not see myself in May so much um yeah I was also like Tsuki's like the more boyish looking mm-hmm. right and so I don't know. she's so cute she's so cute <laughs> they're both really cute well that's also the thing it's just the whole time and like this isn't something that like I mean it's just a movie about girlhood right and it's just mm-hmm. gonna get me thinking about stuff because I'm thinking about being a girl right mm-hmm. and like um because i don't really feel like i like like i don't know there was somebody on twitter this trans person on twitter was talking about like like support your kids transition like imagine starting life at 22 mm-hmm. you know like imagine sort of starting life when like you're you finally sort of realize who you are and then like you really feel and like sometimes sort of feel like that but also i don't i really don't mm-hmm. but like i sort of long for this like imagined life where like mm-hmm. i yeah, like, realize things about myself. Or, yeah, because, like, ugh, all right, we don't need to get into this. This is, like, a whole can of worms. But, like, yeah, it's just that, like, this watching this movie was, like, oh, I, like, I, these are, there are experiences here that, like, I had and that are real um, and, like, aren't unique to girls, right? But there are things or, like, ways of being that, like, felt inaccessible to me mm-hmm. that I wish I would have been able to have, at least now, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would have felt then, you yeah. know? Although, like, back then, like, I didn't, and I don't think this is, like, a sign, this is not, like, a, oh, I was trans all along thing, but, like, I did not have a problem identifying with these girls, right, or, like, finding myself in them. Mm -hmm. Okay, also, yeah, can I go on a little tangent here? I'm getting frustrated with the idea, I don't know, this is not a complete thought, but, like, the idea that, like, a movie is, like, for you or for me or, like, like, I I remember, um, I don't feel like this is a good example. I mean, okay, so there's, I guess maybe the better way to talk about this is, like, oh, like, Tarantino movies are for bros, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or, I mean, yeah, but this, I mean, there's kind of the opposite of this, too, where it's, like, oh, like, Beyonce, like, Lemonade is for black women, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't like it, like, (laughs) that's, you know, and, like, in some ways, that's fair, like, I I do think, like, yeah, like, white dudes should leave black women alone, right? Like, Mm -hmm. don't, you don't have to be, like, well, actually, I think lemonade is bad or whatever mm-hmm. right um but i but i also think that like the idea that like art should be for you or should be like oh like it has to be like you know that you have to sort of identify with the character in it or, or whatever i think it's just really silly and it's mm-hmm. really like not a productive way of like approaching yeah or yeah yeah you know i think yeah uh, just an easy way it's like art uh, like is and like can be for anyone like to engage with in yeah. like different ways um, but, like, recognizing, you know, especially, like, um, cultural backgrounds or characteristics or different things, like, right, are not going to cater to certain, you know, understandings of the world. Right, right? yeah. Yeah. Like that's just a way. That's a, Well, I, I think that's true, yeah. Well, I think, I think part of it is, like, yeah, just being able to recognize that, like, yeah, that it's not necessarily catering or, like, working for you, right, mm-hmm. in that way. Um and I think to be clear, there's a difference. I think like a, a bad criticism of someone, like maybe of someone like I mean, for example, like criticizing a Tarantino movie where it's like, man, it's weird how like often you know Tarantino says the N word in this movie, <laughs> you know, whatever, right? Like even there's also like killing Nazis, killing you know white supremacists and stuff, right? Um, so there's some complexity there. Wow, that's a bad way because like that's like the weirdest binary in the whole world it's <laughs> like saying the n-word and i don't know but anyway the, the point that i'm making is like there's a whole like complex apparatus of stuff and like i don't mean to be like 
like oh if you like criticize something on the political or like bounds of identification where it's like oh this mishandles like mm -hmm. you know there's an easy way it's like well it's just not catering to your you know mm -hmm. like pc agenda and that's obviously like a bad way of of talking about it too right um but yeah oh well i don't know if i have anything more to say about totoro um i really like how seriously may takes the idea that this corn is going to help her mom mm -hmm. that is the realest thing in the whole world mm -hmm. um and i i think it's just really sweet and moving um and i also really like like how yeah, like, that, the whole sequence where May is lost just feels really intense. And, like, that's, you know, that intensity feels real. And I don't think that, I think this movie is still a movie you can have a kid watch, right? Um, but it's not, like, it's not shying away from some pretty intense stuff. And maybe that's mm -hmm. why people can be like, this is about God of death. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those people should watch Mirai. Yeah. Yeah, just, just just consider the idea that movies can be joyful and that that, that joyful is meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that things can be upsetting and joyful, you know, yes. the span yeah. of an hour and a half. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you have any final thoughts here? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, like, the music is so music wonderful. Is, we should talk about the music maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's it's, it's been stuck in my head all week. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've been, like, listening to it. There's this song, um, it's like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Anyway, uh, it's a bop. I also forgot, I like, because I was like, oh, like, Nausicaa's really synthy, mm -hmm. and then the rest of the soundtracks, like, after that are not. But both Castle in the Sky and this have dope synths in them. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I cannot talk about music in, like, a great way. But, like, ugh, it's just... It's good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, there is, like, a cool part. I don't think the movie sticks with this. Um, but at least, like, in the first 30 minutes or so, um, there's almost, like... Um, it's like a Peter and the Wolf style of scoring, oh, yeah. where it's like certain instruments like match up with like the different creatures mm -hmm. and like mirror their movements, yeah, right, um, and stuff. And then and I was like, this is really cool. And then like as soon as I noticed it, like it didn't do it for the rest of the movie, yeah. <laughs> um, right? Which I was like kind of bummed about. Um, but it's just it's cool. Yeah, it's very lovely and like, oh, the songs. There's like a couple song like actual like songs with words yeah you know not just a soundtrack yeah, leader, like pieces yeah. um and no, it's uh, they're yeah they're so fun and sweet and like very like childlike but not annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just so delightful they're so great yeah, yeah i think i think like, if you... I feel like most of the people who are listening to this podcast have probably seen these movies. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, now's a good time as any to revisit them, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, if you have not seen Totoro and listen to this podcast, you should see this movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, like... And, yeah, you may not respond to it as, as much as we did, but it's just, like, so... It's just incredible. I think, like, this is the thing, is, like, I think both this ca and Castle in the Sky are just, like, like, A-tier, God-tier movies, right? Yeah. And, like... And they're so different, too, even mm -hmm. though they're exploring some similar things, right? It's just... Yeah. It's great. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, well, let's let's do the wrap-up. Yeah. So... Well, I guess... Oh, yeah, I ahead. mean, we alluded to it, but did not explain our fun fact of the week um, when researching this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so it made 
like to date, you know, in 2019, in the past like 31 years, it has uh, Totoro has made about 42 million at the box office, um, about 277 million in like you know terms of home video sales, mm-hmm. and 1.1 billion dollars in merchandise. <laughs> yeah. And we have we have we have a little Totoro. We do. I mean, we got we got we got three things of Ghibli merch on our bookshelf right here. Yep. <laughs> so, we in it. Yeah. Um, but that is just, wild. They just cute and soft. Yeah. And like, yeah, it just talked about like you know, um, this was just on Wikipedia, but it was talking about like, like Totoro like in Japan is like as rec- recognizable as like Winnie the Pooh. You know, yeah. it's just like something like. Lots of people, like, probably haven't seen, like, you know, the, like, original, like, Winnie the Pooh movies right. or, like, read the books. Yeah, well, I mean, or, think about, anything, like, but... yeah, or, or, like, Mickey, like, think about how many people maybe, like, have Mickey Mouse merch, yeah. right? But have but not, like, actively watched watch. Mickey Mouse, right? <laughs> like, I've never seen Steamboat Willie, right? Mm-hmm. But people, people, I know what that is, though. Yeah. I know what Mickey Mouse looks like in it. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, that's a cute little figurine. When mm-hmm. I see a little Steamboat Willie figurine. Yeah. So. But not, I will never say that about a Funko Pop, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Steamboat Willie Funko Pop is scary. They're all yeah, scary. They're Every all single scary. Fun- Funko Pop is scary. Yeah. Yeah, my... I don't trust you if you like Funko Pops. I know there are people who might be listening to this who do like Funko Pops. <laughs> Let it be known that I don't trust you. <laughs> I may love you, though. No yeah. We're still friends, to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're supported by Abnormal Mapping, mm-hmm. which you can find at abnormalmapping.com. Yeah. And you can support on Patreon at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping. Please do. Yeah, you can also find us on abnormalmapping.com slash seasonsandmoviepod. Mm-hmm. Again, you can tweet us all the pictures of the t- maybe existent uh, Totoro merch with Totoro's mouth wide open. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can tweet those at a, to us at seasonsmoviepod. Or you can email them to seasonspod at gmail.com. Please email us. Please email. Yeah, we should I bother people sad. about it more. I, I get sad every day that there's not. Yeah, well, we don't have any jobs, right? I but. know. But but the few times it's happened, yeah. it's been so good. Yeah. Well, Emma, can, uh, where can people find you online? So you can tweet me at U of Wales, the letter U, Wales, the aquatic mammal. Where can they find you, Grace? Oh, they can find me at uh, Grace underscore Machine, mm-hmm. and we also both have letterboxes under that name. Yes, um, and you can you can go to Grace's official URL. Oh yeah, you can do that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, GraceInTheMachine.com. Hell yeah. yeah! That's my blog. I'll be writing. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I will have a thing about the first Witcher book up soon. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. I have fin- I've read that book. I have notes. Mm-hmm. I have things, and I will write. I will write a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. And you all can read it with no ads. <laughs> no ads. Yeah. How about that? Um, yeah. I feel like that's that's it from us. We'll see you next time. The next movie, I should say, is Kiki's Delivery Service. Yes. It's also a great movie about girlhood. Yes. I'm I have not seen this once in like it's been fifteen. Years. I think I've seen it more recently than I have Castle or Tora. So, but yeah, it's. I feel like this movie is also going to give me a lot of feelings. It, it is going to mess this you is, up. This I is, know this. Yeah. This is one of the things that, like, I'm like, I'm like,
I'm like a little embarrassed at how many five stars I have in my letterbox relative, and this is not gonna help. All these Miyazaki movies not helping on that front. So I may need to, may need to throw yeah. Infinity War and damn the bell curve. Yeah, you deserve five stars. I know, I know, it's life. fine. I know it is fine. But sometimes, like, there are critics who I like, and it's like, oh, man, they mostly have three stars. Like, they're they're better critics than me. That's what that means. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see you later. Bye. Oh, I can't change the, the title of the doc from here. I wanted to change it to Why would you want Note to Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset. I'm glad that you can't change the title of the document. I will not let you change the title of the document to that. <laughs> no. It's just it's just what's just and good and right. <laughs> that's just the that's just the true facts right there. I feel attacked. <laughs> you don't you don't need to feel attacked. Oh, but I do. <laughs>